welcome to another exciting episode of Matt and E, Matt and A. Today we'll be reviewing the film Best in Show. Yes. Fun film. I love it. Really? I, I did not love it. Wow, okay. Maybe I have a little bit of nostalgia, because this was one of like the first, I feel like, like adult movies I ever saw, you know, as a kid. Um... I saw this when I was like, I don't know, maybe in 2002. So I was like 10 or 11. That's a long Um, time ago. Yeah. Like for the first time I saw it. And I just remember thinking like it was really funny. And, uh, and, but then watching it again, everything that I thought was funny the first time was still funny. So. When did, when did this movie come out? 2000. 2000. And it's from Christopher Guest, the same guy that did This is Spinal Tap. Waiting for Guffman, all that stuff. What what was Waiting for Guffman? Um, I think it was about uh waiting for Guffman. Oh, okay. Wait, let's see. Who is um, Guffman? In the fictional town of Blaine, Missouri, a handful of utterly delusional residents prepare to put on a community theater production led by eccentric the eccentric director Corky St. Clair. I don't know who Guffman is, though. I don't know um, if there is a... Is there? Maybe oh, it's a play on, like, Waiting Corky, for Godot. Yeah, it is. And it says Corky has invited um, Broadway producer Mort Guffman. So I guess they're kind of hoping to impress this guy. Which fits with the... Um, fits with, like, what... Uh, what am I saying? Oh, it fits with kind of the theme, too, of best in show where they're trying to impress you know these judges and pretend like they have the best dog have you have you ever seen this is spinal tap yeah i didn't like it i've seen parts of it yeah i wasn't crazy about it either yeah and i've seen um a mighty wind which is i think the film christopher guest did right after best in show or not right after but the next film he did and like, I started watching Mascots, which is, like, the recent film that he did uh, in 2016 on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah. I don't I don't like any of those, but I like Best in Show. I think this mo- this movie is good. Okay. Well, um, let's, let's talk about... So, the basic premise of the movie, it's, it's a mockumentary about these several people who all have um, dogs... And, you know, the, the dogs, I think, often reflect their personality in, in some way. And um, they're all competing to be best in show. Yeah. <coughs> yes. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting over a cold. Um, yeah, and I guess what, for me, is so wonderful about this film is the actor's that are these characters are just, in my opinion, fucking hilarious. So, uh, stand out to me. Let, I mean, I'll talk about the different characters. We have, um, I'd say like the main characters, there's all, they're all these couples, um, save for one guy who's alone, but one couple is, um, they have this Norwich Terrier, uh, that couple's played by Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, um, there's this like uptight couple, uh, played by Parker Posey and Michael Hitchcock. 
And um, then, like, you know, John Michael Higgins, he's, I don't know, he, I guess the most recent stuff that's visible of his is um, he's in Pitch Perfect. He's one of the announcers, along with Elizabeth Banks, in the Pitch per- Perfect movies. And he's just, he's just fucking hilarious in everything. And so he plays, um, like, a flamboyantly gay man (coughs) who, with his partner, um, they have their shih tzu, shih tzu, I don't know how to say that. It's the the guy from uh, Better Call Saul, one of the guys from Better Call Saul, the the one that's not Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Bob Odenkirk's brother in Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, They are one of the couples, and so... It's just, I just think it's fucking hilarious. The actors are just great. Jane Lynch plays this, like, butch, like, dog trainer um, who, like, is having an affair with the, like, rich wife of, rich trophy wife of this old guy who's totally just... Checked out. Yeah, and is just married to this really um, young woman. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's... I mean, there's... In terms of, like, what happens in this film, like, it's a dog show, and you... Do we go anywhere, really? Not really. We just see these characters interacting, and so I can see how if you're like, I didn't... I don't really find these characters funny. I don't really find the situation funny. Like, if that premise doesn't do it for you from the beginning, you're not going to enjoy this movie. It, it seemed very reminiscent to me of, like, comedy today. Like, I think it, this might have been earlier in the, 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 um, in the whole trend of this, but you have comedy, I mean, you have, like, shows like The Office or Parks and Rec, which are kind of played to this mockumentary, mockumentary style where everything's larger than life and completely yeah. crazy. This um, was obviously a progenitor of this, of that, you know? But on top of that, in comedy today, you have a lot of people who are who um, do a lot of improv in their scenes, and the improvisation kind of makes the scripts feel very like they're not tight. Yeah, and it's not it doesn't have a sense of momentum, and that's yes. re- I mean this this movie was obviously scripted, but it's sort of reminiscent of that because it's it's not scripted particularly tight. And you do have these outrageous things that are happening, but they're outrageous in the way that they feel very much like written in a way to be strange rather than believable. Like um, Eugene Levy's character has two left feet, (laughs) like literally two left feet. (coughs) Yeah. Or when... That's kind of a funny bit, but... Like, when they tell the joke, he sort of starts with, oh, like, you know, this person was dancing and I wanted to dance with her, but I had problems because I had two left feet. And then they go into, like, a long explanation about having two left feet. And that really just sort of killed the momentum for me. And I think that's the big problem I have with this movie. Yeah. Um, It had very little momentum. Yeah, I guess, I mean, again, I think because I knew what was coming... And it was like, I knew certain aspects to expect, and then other things I had forgotten were like pleasant surprises about, oh yeah, that happens, that was hilarious. So I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, what else? The <laughs> there was the very stressed out couple. Um, that was a lot of yelling on screen. Yeah. Yeah. They're like. excuse me they're like impossible to watch i remember them probably the most and the the big arc of their i think what works for me with this film as opposed to other films that you've mentioned in terms of like current films where they're not scripted and there's a lot of improvisation like you uh, a while ago you mentioned a film i think it was um they need dates, whatever, whoever and whoever need dates. Yeah. Tom yeah. or what's their, what they're making Dave or something. Yeah. Something Fun fact for the podcast. I went to a free advanced screening of that movie before it came out, which was very cool. Oh. And, uh, yeah, someone from the studio came by and he was like, I hope you enjoyed this film, but you're not allowed to record or anything. And they had, they had someone watching to make sure that we weren't pirating the movie. Oh, Wow. And afterwards, he was like, what did you guys think? And I didn't say anything, but I thought, <laughs> well, you've seen the script. <laughs> but uh, other people um, liked it. So. Yeah, I mean, I-, I didn't see it, so I can't speak to it. But I think the thing that I think works about this script is it's prob- it might be more scripted than what that film was. But also, there are these, like, six central um, plot lines, like, for these six couples. And so it never feels like you're, for me, it never feels like you're, like, lagging too long with one couple or or with one joke. I mean, I know that's something you had just mentioned with the two left feet thing. I guess just differences of opinion, because for me, I feel like I never felt like it got to that point point and so the the um the uptight couple um their major thing is that well they're super uptight and they're like constantly fighting and their dog is like ha- like goes to therapy because uh, that's the opening scene in the movie right yeah. the, the two people are in therapy and they talk about someone walking in on them having sex and how that person's really traumatized and then it turns out they're talking about the dog yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I like, thought that was a pretty funny bit. Yeah, and well, I just think their whole, for me, their whole arc is the one that stuck with me. Like these, you know, over ten years later, uh, since the first time I saw it, and this thing about the busy bee, like when they get to the competition, they lose the dog's favorite toy, so sh- uh, the woman has to go looking for. <laughs> A bi- the busy bee and then she in the I can't it's just so funny she can't like she yells at the maid who might have lost it and then she tries to buy a replacement yeah and it's just like the guy's like will this work and she's like this is a bear in a bee costume and then he's like will this work and it's like a parrot and she's like this is not a bee I don't know it's just the I, for me, it's the actors. It, Parker Posey is the character, or is the actor who plays that character. And, like, she just sells it. Like, they just sell these absurd, eccentric characters with such, like, I don't know. And it, so the main uh, the main couple, right, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, 
they there's this running joke that everywhere they go, there's a man who recognizes Cookie from the past when he used to sleep with her. And I just feel like every time, it's just, oh my god. I just, I can't. It's so funny. It's Arisa's favorite. I, I thought those jokes kind of wore on as the movie grew on. Okay. I just thought it kept, I just kept laughing, man. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god. And the, the announcer, Fred Willard, is the announcer. Yeah, yeah, that was. Just so, sometimes some of his, I was like, well, what? But. For the most part, I just feel like everybody just hits their mark. This is in a this film. very well acted film, and I yeah. also like it. It doesn't have a lot of stars in it, but it's got a lot of like people who've played medium arcs on TV shows, and that was actually kind of the fun thing. One of the fun things about the movie, trying to recognize all the actors. Yep, definitely, definitely. Bob Balaban who's frequently in Wes Anderson films. He's great. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean about the cinematography? Um, I mean, it worked. It's for me, you know, it's that mockumentary style. What do you think about it? It was a, it was a little flat for me. Um, like the, I don't know if it was just the way I was watching it, but it kind of seemed like the, the the colors weren't that vibrant, or like the, it seemed like it was a movie shot in like standard definition, rather yeah. than high definition. Yeah, and but again, I feel like that is what I would expect with mockumentary style. You know, like yeah, you get the feeling that if this had been a real film, not mockumentary, if it had been documentary, it would have been like a straight to dvd film you know because it's like who would care about a dog show you know yeah i, I like know. i like the part where they uh the guy is uh one of the one of cookie's ex-boyfriends used to talk people down from they have that that was my favorite scene <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, his job is, like, a professional, like, I'm trying to think of the word for it, like, negotiator with people who are going to jump off of buildings. And uh, he's just like, oh, they always jump. They always jump. <laughs> like, he doesn't even try to stop them. Yep, yep. Or he's 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 uh, complimenting um, the the. Like the negotiator guy is complimenting um, Cookie, the, the Eugene Levy's wife, on like her looks and stuff. And um, I'm trying to. There's something about a picture. Like he says something about a picture, and then they're like, "Oh, but like I only said 170 words, and a picture was a thousand words." Oh so yeah, that part was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fun fact. Okay, the director, <coughs> Christopher Guest, is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that until I just looked at Wikipedia. 
That's all I had to say. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It's yeah. The cinematography feels like a doc, a low budget documentary. Yes, which agreed. Fits in the movie, but exactly. does not make it you know fun to watch necessarily. <laughs> impressive to watch impressive to watch yes yes i i would agree and like in terms of i'm pretty sure there's like no music yeah i don't recall anything about this i think it's all um oh gosh i I mix these up diegetic yeah diegetic in terms of it's all within the film um yeah but again i think that None of that mattered to me. Like, I was like, I could watch these characters just bullshitting their way through life <coughs> for hours, you know? I don't know. That's me. We just disagree about this film. I think you have a lot of nostalgia about this film. But there are films you have nostalgia about, and then when you rewatch them, you're like, ooh, that was not good. Like Space but this... Jam. Yeah, sure, like Space Jam. But... I haven't rewatched Space Jam, so I can't say. Please, but, like, it's it's a very... It's not a good movie. <laughs> okay. Well, this movie I rewatched, and, you know, there were pretty much no... There were a few parts where I was like, ooh, this is kind of weird. But other than that, it's just like... I was just laughing the whole time. Uh, yeah, it... For me, it holds up against any nostalgia nostalgic, you know, wear and tear. Yeah. I mean, if this, if I saw this movie in 2002, when it came out, or it came out, was it 2000 or 2002? 2000. If I saw saw this movie in 2000 before all of the movies that have, like, you know, come after it and sort of run this type of style into the ground, then I might enjoy it more, but... Yeah, I, I, it's maybe hard that's to watch why. it. It was hard for me to watch it without, you know. I mean, it's one of the classic cases of something, you know. I don't think this necessarily defined the genre, but it's analogous to when something defines the genre and then gets constantly, you know, adapted and readapted. And then when you watch the source material, you know, the, the classic film, it is way less impressive than if you had watched it when it came out. Yes. Exactly. Maybe yeah. that's part of what, what's going on with our differing opinions. But Yeah, I would say that that's fair. Um... Also, I mean, I think I care a lot more about pacing than, um, than you do in terms of the film. It, you mean in general? Or yeah, in, terms in of... general, I think I if a movie is very well paced, I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I... I can get lost with things. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's, it's I don't. I don't know if you don't. Care. I don't think you necessarily don't care about pacing. It's just I care a lot about pacing. Yeah. So. <coughs> oh, correction. Sorry. This is Spinal Tap was written and directed by Rob Reiner, but Christopher Guest was in it. Oh. So. A little different. But, um, yeah. Cool. So when would you, like, when would you recommend someone watch this movie? Like, who and when should someone watch this movie? Um, 
Well, you raise a good point that if you are kind of tired of mockumentary, this would not be good for you. Um, it probably not. I would say though that you could watch, start watching it, and if you're like, eh, I don't, I'm not really into this, then stop. You won't be, you won't get into it if you're not into it within the first ten it's, minutes. Yeah, it's a pretty, like it. It's a fairly static film in terms of yes. the way it progresses. Yes. yes. And what, what keeps you in is this interest in these characters and in their interactions. And because you see that from the beginning, you're in the scenes with them and you see kind of what's playing out. And if you like that and you enjoy it, keep watching. And if you don't, you're not going to like the film because it's just that the whole time. Yeah, it's a movie that gets no better or, or worse as it goes on. Exactly. So, um, but I would say if you like The Office, you like Parks and Rec, this is in that same style, and it's, I think it does what those shows do, which is, like, these, like, comedic small moments between characters, you know? I mean, something like The Office, I mean... I mean, yeah, I like I Parks and Rec a lot better than I don't know. I would say if, if you if you're the mindset that comedy today is great, um, yeah, watch the first ten minutes of this movie, and if you like it, you'll love it. <coughs> if you, if you like it, you it's basically the same thing for another eighty minutes. Yeah. If um, you don't like Parks and Rec or The Office, then you will not like this film at all. Like, if you don't like those films, I don't... Or those shows, I don't think you'll like this Yeah, film. if you sort of like comedy today is, like, too improvisational, you know, has no sense of momentum, then yeah. you'll not enjoy this movie. No, not at all. Um, but I'm going to give it, like, a four. But again, I, well, everything is subjective. Every time we rate something, it's subjective. But I'm going to give it a four because, as I previously mentioned, like, it does hold up in my mind. What I remembered from over ten years ago was still quality fun, fun Rewatching it, family. even after watching Office, Parks and Rec, things like that. Um, I this, mean, this I'm not, I'm... didn't feel old for me. So, I, would, I wouldn't say yeah. it's exactly like the opposite of Parks and Rec. I would say it's a combination of sort of like the mockumentary style plus also just – it's not improvisational per se, but it's reminiscent of improvisation that you see in yes. um, a lot of retro scripted shows. Yes. Yeah. I would give this you know, somewhere between a high two and a low three. Okay. Um, yeah. Not so crazy about it, but, you know, it's yeah. fine. Yes. Cool. Cool. Cuckoo. Well. Manny, manny. Manatee, manatee. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.